0: Going
1: forward, I think I'm going to do, and don't laugh, I'm going to do taxes.
2: <laughs> I think that is a phenomenal idea. Hello, and welcome to Planances Podcast, Future Rich. My name is Barbara Ginty, and I am your host, and I'm also a certified financial planner, abbreviated CFP, and I am here with my guest today, Rosanna. Hi. Hi. How are you doing?
1: Doing pretty good. How are you today?
2: I'm great. We are just pranking through some of these podcasts today. It's been fun because everybody's been so different. So I'm excited to learn more about you. So do you want to give myself and our listeners an overview? So how old you are, where you live, single Mm -hmm. married, partnered, income, job, all that jazz.
1: Okay, so I'm a little bit new unique in that I am in my early forties. I'm forty-three, and I live in Florida with my husband and I'm getting ready to re-enter the workforce. Um, but right right now, our household income is um, two hundred and fifteen thousand. So great, that's great, yeah,
2: perfect. Okay, so so right now, the household income is all your husband. Yes. Okay, perfect. No, that's fine. And then, so you are? Did you? you got out of the workforce. So I have a little snippet here that you submitted on our website. So you
1: have been out of the workforce, is it for eight years? Eight years. Yep. I've had the, um, I've been helped taking care of our older parents and doing different things. So. Oh, very nice. Mm -hmm. Um, Taking care of older parents is a job. Uh, Yes, it is. If no one knows, it takes a lot of grit and energy.
2: It does. I have not done it personally. I helped with my grandmother, but I have seen a lot of clients, in my day job, go through it, and it is, it is a lot of work, mm-hmm. and, and can be a lot of work depending on capacity and you know health issues, so mental capacity yeah. and health issues, so yeah, mm-hmm. so for our listeners who haven't experienced it, it is I see often people. Retire early or take a uh, leave of absence in order to care for family members.
1: Yeah, and it and it does get to the point where you really have to rel- realistically face that at times you do need more assistance. Mm-hmm. And once you get more assistance, it makes the it makes it a little bit easier. So you can think through other decisions for the whole family, and it really does benefit everyone.
2: Oh, definitely. Yeah, because it, it depends what you're dealing with, right? If there's like yes. a health issue or a mental issue, meaning mm-hmm. like dementia, or Alzheimer, you you oftentimes do need help. Yeah.
1: Okay, so you're thinking about going back into the workforce. Yes. What did you do prior? Prior to that, I worked um, as an administrative assistant um, in the construction field. So I would do accounts receivable. I would support the director of the construction company. Um, So that's what I did before. And so what are you thinking going forward? Going forward, I think I'm going to do... And don't laugh. I'm going to do taxes.
2: (laughs) I think that is a phenomenal idea. And the reason why is there are no young people doing taxes. A big issue in my community where I have my brick and mortar business is there just aren't enough tax professionals. Yes. Like at all. Mm-hmm. It is such an underserved and it, and it was very much served. And then the problem that we've seen locally, and I don't know if this is the case nationally, but we had two tax professionals die during tax season in our local community, oh, like, no. which is awful. And so then all of those people didn't have anybody, the people that were in business and healthy couldn't always take everybody who was, you know, who's professional passed away. So, and I'm always looking for a tax People. I think it's a phenomenal idea.
1: Yes. So that's my focus individual taxes. And I found through our local community college here, they actually had a tax course Mm
0: -hmm. that
1: would get you trained and certified through the IRS to do taxes. So the enrolled agent course? Yes.
2: Perfect. That's great. Yeah. Yeah, So if you listen to the podcast, you'll know I normally, when it's complicated, I recommend people use a CPA, which is a, um, a public accountant, certified public accountant. But if you have a straightforward tax return, you can use an enrolled agent, and that would be you. Yes, that would be me. Super trained. <laughs> Which is great. And then the reason why I like being working with a professional in the industry is because if all you're doing are tax returns, you will get very good at it, and you will be able to help people with their taxes and say, oh, you should do this, or you could do that. And yeah, I think that's great. I would say one of the individuals that I refer often to, or a lot of people go to him locally is an enrolled agent. He never went for the CPA and Mm -hmm. he just stays away from, you know, he's just in his lane, which is a a, huge, a huge business and he does personal tax returns and no, no trust, no, you know, no businesses. And he has a great business.
1: Nice. Nice.
2: So I would say just throwing this out there, I would look for some of the older folks that are enrolled agents in your area because from what I've seen, they have no way out.
1: Mm. If
2: you hadn't considered that.
1: That's a good one. Yep. No,
2: no way out. The the gentleman I'm speaking of, this is just one example in one small town in one state. So not, you know, I don't have a lot of data points here. (laughs) He tried desperately for like eight years to find the person desperately. Yeah. Couldn't. I was just like, I don't know what to do with all my clients. Like I don't want to just up and retire you know, cause he developed relationships with everybody. Uh, okay. Yeah. And would get one person in and the person was like, no, I want to live in a more metro area. And that person left. And they got another person who was like, oh, this is too much work. <laughs> he just could not find anybody. He finally found someone he's 70, I think he's 76 or something. Wow. He'd been literally trying so hard to find someone. He just didn't want to, he wanted to turn the business. He wanted someone to purchase the client list, right? Obviously a part of his retirement and also just like take care of all those people that he's been dealing with forever.
1: Oh, that's a good one. And that was my focus to make sure I align myself. Once I do that, to align myself with a smaller firm, with a smaller business, because then you you get that more one on one interaction, and I like that. So, totally. The other thing you can do, I'm
2: just throwing all this stuff out there, is you could find small advisor, like financial advisor practices, and go mm-hmm. in and introduce yourself because they owe. Just like if you hear on the podcast, I'm always like, Ask a task professional. That is not my lane. <laughs> so mm-hmm. you could go out to them and call or even show up and say, Hey, I have this business and I do personal tax returns and I think the key for it, like, is just being responsive,
1: you know? Mm-hmm. And that's that's the biggest key, I think. Yeah. Because people like when they can get a response back.
2: Even if the response is I need two to three business days to evaluate this. <laughs> <laughs> It's just like, okay, cool. Great. No, I know you received the email.
1: <laughs> yes. Yes. I love it.
2: That's awesome. Okay, great. So you're going to open a tax business. So that will be, so, okay. So how would you like to, maybe we should, do you want to walk through what your expenses are now and where you are with your finances now, and then sure what we anticipate the business
1: doing? Okay. So right now. For our base expenses, we have um, we spend a lot, and okay. we know it, and it's okay for us right now. Um, so our total monthly base bills is
0: $6,289.
1: Okay, I'm gonna round it up to sixty three hundred. And does that include? Are you renting? Do you own? I'll tell you real quick. So that includes the mortgage, our HOA, electric, phone. Um, our car, student loan, insurance. I do include in that gifts and we have, and food. And okay. I do set aside a, a large amount for um, health payments and insurance because um, we were dealing with a lot of health issues and things just kept coming up. So it was easier to have a larger number in there.
2: Oh, perfect. So you just budget for it. And then when yeah. a bill comes up.
1: Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. And then what is?
2: your what is the net right now that's coming in monthly
1: monthly 12,964 $12,964, okay
2: and in that net is
1: your husband contributing to like a 401k yes or, okay mm-hmm. so it's the full 10% plus the company does a 6% match perfect and is he over 50 no
2: okay so then he's putting
1: 19,500 yes and then plus okay. plus, plus the HSA account is like two thirty-two a month, and then a the company matches um, like another sixty-five or something.
2: Okay, perfect. The only reason I said over because I wasn't sure if he was doing twenty-one thousand, and if he was, I was like, oh, maybe he's over fifty, because then you can put more in. Mm-hmm. Okay, so nineteen thousand, and then you have a six percent match. Perfect. So you're taking advantage of that. You're doing the HSA, and then health insurance comes out of that
1: too. Health insurance comes out of that. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Okay, so then awesome. And then plus, we also do on the side every year a Roth for me and a Roth for him, and we contribute the max.
2: Perfect. Okay, then we do both do Roth. And so for anyone not listening, you're doing what's considered a spousal Roth. Yes. So you don't have to have earned income when you're married filing joint as long as one spouse has enough to support it. You can do what's called a spousal uh, IRA or a spousal Roth.
1: Yes. Mm-hmm.
2: Perfect. All right. So what so let's talk about real quick. What do you have as a household save? Because you want, we'll do this as household. Okay. If that if that works. That works, yep. So what do we have saved in for the 401k? And then what do we have saved with the Roth?
1: Okay. So I'll go down the list. So with the 401k, it's right now at 565. In the Roth account, uh, the first one is 20,524. The second Roth is 29808. Do you want the balance in the HSA account? Sure. Are you using it? Are, are you saving any of it or is it getting used
2: predominantly for the health expenses? Yes. Yeah, so
1: 9761 is the portion for the health expenses and the 19424 is the part of the HSA that's being invested. Perfect. Okay. So we'll, we'll use that part because that will... Keep
2: staying in there,
1: and then we have a little bit of bonds, which I know sounds old, but you know that's okay. (laughs) So we have a little bit of bonds, fifteen thousand, and then we have a little bit of stock. That account has thirty-six thousand, and then we have two uh, taxable, like investment accounts that just has twenty-seven thousand in it. Perfect. Okay. All right. Oh, and I didn't tell you we do have an emergency savings account. Oh, perfect. And that one okay, so the emergency saving has in twenty thousand six forty one and then our regular everyday account right now just has seventeen thousand in there.
2: Perfect. So you don't spend all of that, so that could be a little emergency fund
1: to you. Yeah. Perfect. And because then we got, a, we got a surprise towards a couple of weeks ago, so oh really? Yes, yeah, so it's just sitting there.
2: <laughs> Perfect. And I was gonna say, in the case anyone was look looking at the numbers, so with your gross income of two hundred fifteen thousand, and you're both doing Roth, I was just gonna look at the limitation on it. I believe. I wish I had this more, because you're not covered by a work
1: plan. We might be over. Yeah, I was just For saying, 2021. I... Now, in 2020, we weren't, um, but I think we, we, we're we cutting it close.
2: You're cutting it close because you're a modified adjusted... Oh, and I can just ask you because you're an enrolled agent.
1: <laughs> That's what I was like. Yeah, I think we're cutting it close for this year.
2: <laughs> yeah, you're cutting it really close um, because... Anything over your modified adjusted gross income over two hundred and eight thousand, you won't be eligible.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So just keep an eye on that. but you know you could still do a spousal traditional IRA because you would still be el- you would be eligible for that. Mm. I will have to look at that. And you might know it also, right? with the because you're you're was- not eligible for a workplace plan. so I know with the traditional they bump you up higher so that Mm -hmm. the the contribution income limits are higher because you're not covered by a work plan Mm -hmm. i just am not i just would have to refresh my memory on the on the roth okay so we can come back to that but yeah you are cutting it close but then if if you do cap out on the roth you could always go to the traditional
1: so you're still saving yeah Mm -hmm. i think i gave you everything
2: yeah no this looks good oh the one other question i had is student loans
1: so there is one student loan that's left for $6,000 and I am waiting until January 1st to pay it off.
2: Perfect. I was going to ask. I figure there's a reason because you definitely have it's the money. That,
1: I, I do. It's it's a thing. I was so mad at one of the programs that my, um, my husband was under. I don't know why they make you do these programs if they know you're going to end up paying more interest. It really doesn't benefit the you know, the, the owner of the loan. It, it just made me so mad that that's the program, they, the income base based repayment, repayment program. And it just made me mad that that's what he was under. And when I finally figured it out, I was like, rah, rah, rah. So, yeah.
2: yeah, no, I don't blame you because I find it very predatory. And sometimes they just tell like, oh, we well, have a lower payment. And it's like, okay, but what's the ultimate, like in the end, does that actually help me? Or is that just like a temporary reprieve and I'm going to, it's going to cost me more money. So they don't really explain it that well. Uh, They're like, oh, your payment's lower, like, yay. But then it's like, okay, well, maybe if I'm not going to, you know, go through one of the debt forgiveness programs, then maybe that actually isn't my best option. So they don't do the due diligence to explain that all.
1: Right. So during the, since it's been um, on hold with the interest payments, we have been still making the monthly payments. So it's, you know, you've made a lot of headway. Yes. Yeah, right. you'll make a lot of headway. Yeah, that's perfect. So, okay, so you'll get that paid off.
2: Mm-hmm. So then I
1: would say you could probably
2: just take that out of your regular checking savings account yes. for 17000 <laughs> Perfect. Okay, so in terms of retirement, because that was the, right, the question, right, about yes. you don't want to look back and say, oh, we didn't do we didn't enough. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so let's look at... So for retirement, if we look at where you are now with the five sixty five and the four hundred one k, we're doing everything household, and then fifty thousand between the two roths, right? Mm-hmm. So that's at six hundred and fifteen thousand, and the target. And your is your husband about the same age?
1: Yes. Okay, mm-hmm.
2: so we're, we're targeting out a little under twenty years here.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So fifty three. even though we said sixty three just to give us the round numbers here. Mm-hmm. So 615 currently today at 53, it should be 1.2 and then at 63, it should be 2.4. Mm-hmm. So 2.4, if we get to that number and it'll be better, I don't have my retirement program out, but it'll be better because you'll be contributing throughout this mm-hmm. timeframe.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: You could pull probably about a hundred thousand off of that, mm-hmm. give or take. Mm-hmm. So a hundred thousand, let's say it's fully taxable. So just keep basic numbers here, keep it easy you would get a net 80% of that divided by 12. It'd be about 6,000 a month. So based on today's numbers of a budget of 6,300, with where you are today, I think you'll be fine for retirement because it's not including
1: any social security that you'd have coming in. Right. If Uh, your
2: monthly budget stayed the same.
1: mm -hmm. On our monthly budget, realistically at that point will not be the same because at that point our our mortgages yes yeah totally no student loan
2: yeah so i actually think based on the current numbers you are on track for retirement so Mm -hmm. and obviously when you're planning something 20 years out it needs to be reevaluated on a regular basis so this is just Mm -hmm. like high level Mm -hmm. kind of are we on you know on the right road yes you are on the right road so then from there, I think it's great that you continue with the 401k. I would continue doing the Roth while you're eligible. And then you could always switch to a traditional IRA. Okay. Because, or, and that's just in current today's situation. When you go to get your enrolled agent's business running, you're thinking of doing it on your own, right? Setting yes. up your own shop. Yes. okay? Because
1: mm-hmm. it gives me more flexibility.
2: Totally. Yeah. A lot of flexibility. Mm-hmm. The only time you don't have flexibility is probably tax
1: season. Right, <laughs> which is understandable. Which is
2: understandable yeah. uh, because taxis is busy. So I would say then as an enrolled agent, I think your best option would be you would set up a business. And then depending if you are going to hire anyone or not, I think obviously easier to start on your own, mm-hmm. uh, depending on how many clients you decide to take. You could do a step IRA. Are
1: you familiar with that? Okay. No, I'm
2: not. So a step IRA is basically um, there's two groups options for small businesses outside of your traditional IRA and your Roth IRA. And one is a simple IRA. And that's really good um, if you have employees because they can also participate. And then as the employer, which would be you, uh, you don't have as much of an obligation. So you can do a match of 3%, but you don't have to, and they don't have to participate. They can participate. With okay. a step, whatever you contribute for yourself, you have to contribute for your employees. So if you put in like 20% for you, they'd have to do 20% for them. So that gets a little harder with a small business because small businesses are already hard to operate and you don't always know your cash flow. So Mm -hmm. typically a SEP IRA is when you're solo because it's easier just to take care of you and the business versus Mm -hmm. you have employees. And if you have employees, most business owners start with a simple. Got it.
1: You know, I meant to ask, what is there a greater, wait, how do I say this? When is there a bigger benefit doing a Roth IRA versus a, no, a 401k Roth. I'm getting them confused, but I thought I heard a term that said 401k Roth versus a traditional Roth.
2: So there's a uh, 401k Roth and a traditional Roth. Um, Mm -hmm. And is your husband, that's a good question. Does your husband have the Roth option in there? We
1: couldn't figure it out. Okay.
2: That would be worth asking HR if they have a Roth option inside of his 401k. Mm-hmm. And then what you could do is when you get your business up and running, you could do the SEP IRA with your business, the pre-tax option.
1: Pre-tax, uh-huh.
2: And you could switch his to be the Roth option at his 401k. Okay. For Because
1: the-
2: you'd, you'd make too much together, because you're basically almost there anyway,
0: you'll mm-hmm. make
2: too much to be eligible for the Roths. Mm-hmm. So then that way you're still doing, you're going to, you'll have the availability to save enough for retirement combined as a team, but
0: mm-hmm. you would be
2: using the step, which is pre-tax. And then once you do that, you could use his for the Roth if they have it inside of there. Got it. Okay. That makes sense. And he might, he might not have it, but if he does, then you could leverage that because once you cap out on having the Roth available, once you start a business, um, cause you think his income will stay here?
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah, that's great. So then, yeah, I would use the Roth with inside the 401k if he has it. And then you could look to do the pre-tax option with your business using a SEP to start if it's just you.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. His whole income was a a surprise increase. We we didn't think he was going to get an increase. But then when he got the increase, it was more than what we had anticipated because it, it bumped him up 25000
2: Wow. That's fantastic.
1: Yeah. It was such a surprise. And I was like, oh. What does he do for work? It something or the other. <laughs> I should awesome. more, I should pay more attention. But no, it that's yeah. It something yeah. or the other.
2: <laughs> that's fantastic. Yeah, no, I think you're in a great spot with what you already have saved for retirement, and then I think it's about being strategic with what you have available to you. And so, if you're going to start a business, I would look to do the SEP to start mm-hmm. if it's just you, and then that way. At that point, your income will probably be too high for the Roth, so you could look to use the Roth within the 401k for your husband's job.
1: Uh-huh.
2: Any other financial goals that you're working towards
0: mm-hmm.
2: besides
1: retirement? Retirement, we're super easy. Retirement, pay off the home, and travel.
2: Perfect. Okay. I feel like we could easily do all of these things with where you are. So yep. the whole, what's your mortgage rate?
1: 3.87 and the balance is 124.5.
2: Oh man. So you'll have that paid off soon. That's not a yes. lot. You could even do a principal payment, but it, it also is nice to have a little bit of a tax write off there.
1: Yes. So I do every quarter add extra principal payments, which works out to be $500 extra per month. Perfect. Um, so that's there.
2: Oh yeah. So then when do you anticipate having that paid off?
1: This payoff is going to be 20, I think by the time we hit 53 is the age I have on here. Perfect. So in 10
2: years, you'll have that paid off. And in 10 years, your retirement will be even better. And you'll have a nice, and the nice thing about the enrolled agent gig is you could say, I'm going to have 20 clients or 50 clients or whatever you decide is what you want for your lifestyle.
1: That is what I'm most excited about. And then,
2: so what do you, what are you anticipating charging? Did they give you advice on that in the class?
1: Actually, no, not yet. We haven't gotten to that part yet. I'm just
2: curious. So are you thinking you would make, like, what do you, what's your target for what you want to make?
1: Um, I wanted to make anywhere. Let's see, my goal was I wanted to earn 50000 Okay. And I put it that low because I didn't want it to be a over-consuming job. Job. I just yeah. wanted it to be an extra thing that added towards our savings and added towards our travel. Because when we travel, we want to be able to do a month here or two months there um, out of the country. So just something like that that just gave us that extra money. Yeah, that, that makes total sense.
2: So I would think you charge like 350 in
0: mm-hmm. return
2: or something like that. Yeah
0: not
2: unreasonable okay. yeah you'd have to see what the going rates are well
1: those are about the going. those are about the glowing rates yeah
2: it is okay that's what I that's what I thought but I wasn't positive nope you're you're right on board yeah so that would be 142 returns or 140 returns give or take some some of you would probably charge more right because it might be more complicated and others would mm-hmm. be 350 so you'd have your price range mm-hmm yeah, and then you could do a SEP for that. And you, the SEP IRA, you can do, I believe it's 25% of self-employment income, another IRS calculation. And then you could dump money in there, too. So you'll be you'll be in a good spot for retirement in probably closer into 10 years with the, the amount that you're both saving mm-hmm.
0: okay. over That's the same. next
2: 10 years. And then the mortgage will be paid off. Your expenses will be lower. You definitely have the cash flow to travel right now just based on what you're bringing in versus what your expenses are.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Right. You have a, a gap of 6000 a month. There is a gap. So what we do, so anything that we get extra that comes in, it just goes towards, um, well, we can't do that other account anymore. But yeah. um, <laughs> now it'll just, I guess now it's just going to the brokerage account.
2: Huh. Yeah, you can just put it into your investment account and then that could be, you You could, or you could put your mark depending on what you're traveling, put towards travel. Mm-hmm. And, you, um, and I think it will definitely be helpful that you have that much extra monthly because you're going to need some of that to get the tax business up and running. Right, right. Yep. But that's a fairly
1: low overhead.
2: Because it's
1: just me and an office.
2: Yeah, because it's just you and an office and you could do a co-working office. Um, it's not like, you know, starting a restaurant or a gym or something that takes a big upfront investment. So I think that's a, a great thing. And I definitely think there's a huge need for it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But no, You guys are in great shape
1: okay all right so does that feel to... better I yeah. like- guess <laughs> okay I was like okay maybe we can do this this is good <laughs> yeah you can totally do this
2: this is yeah everything looks like it's totally aligned so I think the only big thing is when you get get the text business up and running figure out what your targeted income is what the pricing mm-hmm. points are how many clients you're gonna take mm-hmm. and then I would establish a step IRA for yourself and then when you do do that I would look to switching maybe your husband's, Four hundred and one k into the Roth option if it's available.
1: Yes, because that's the hardest part sometimes is trying to figure out when you're out of the other options. What's the What's the next best thing to do for retire You know, for those retirement accounts when you unexpectedly have a higher income.
2: Yeah, it is hard when you have that higher income because it's great you have the higher income because you have a lot more flexibility with your budget. Um, mm-hmm. But the problem the problem is. Um, Okay, now these, you know, the Roth isn't available to us anymore.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. What do you do? Yeah. Yeah. What do we do? All right. So, how does that make you feel? I feel. um, I really make me feel a little bit better. I was really worried that there was a gap or something missing, but it helps me to see that if we just keep steady, we'll we'll get there. So, I feel better.
2: Good. Yeah. Absolutely. You're you've done a great job and. You know, given what your income is, your expenses are fifty percent of it, and so that's really always the key, right? Mm-hmm. Is living on less, and then, and then that way you can allocate that those extra dollars towards your goals. And I think you'll probably be a lot closer to your retirement number at fifty three than. Then we realize. Which, which, yeah, then you realize, and it, it's hard to predict. But given what you're saving, you know, another if you continue to save the twenty thousand a year over the next ten years, that's another two hundred thousand mm-hmm. dollars going to be saved plus if there's market growth on that
1: okay
2: you already have the just in the 401k that means without market growth the 401k is at 765 but i'm sure there's gonna be a market growth
0: right so
2: even if the 565 goes to doubles in that time frame that's 1.1 1. 1, plus if you put in 200 another 200 you you're going to be closer to 1.3 maybe it's 1.5 at that point at right. 53 okay you have no mortgage that's not including whatever you save over the next 10 years with your business right plus the roths plus the bonds stocks and the taxable so you're in a good spot okay Tra- travel away my dear <laughs> we're going to go somewhere exciting <laughs> you should yeah this is this is awesome
1: yeah so, and it was just a, it's a little by little and um, we always try to keep you know, we try to be generous, um, but also we try to keep, like, like where we live, you know, we, we picked a smaller place just so we could have a lower mortgage, um, and I guess that paid off for us, so.
2: That does pay off. I think one of the big expenses for people is housing costs, and, like, once you're locked into a high mortgage number, right, you bought a big house, or mm-hmm. it's, like, hard to, it's hard to have wiggle room in your budget if that's a big part, portion of your spend, right? So, mm-hmm. Yeah. And also the fact that you live on less and as your husband increased his salary, it seems like you kept your lifestyle the same. So that Mm -hmm. helped also.
1: Yeah. We didn't, we didn't change. It's the same stuff that we had before. So perfect. Well, awesome. This was great. Yeah. Yeah, You are on your way. Oh, yeah, I really, really appreciate it. Because sometimes you you read a lot, you don't know, I don't feel like we fit into some of the other categories that I reading about online. So it just made me feel uneasy. I was like, are we really doing the right thing? So
2: Yeah, this was I feel like this one was like very straightforward. So (laughs) good. Thanks. Good job. And for all of our lovely listeners, you can find us uh, with our most up to date information on Instagram at Future Rich Podcast. And you can check out our online classes in partnership with SUNY Ulster at www.futurerichpodcast.com.
0: At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health.